we're live. That's right. Tonight we're shooting straight from the hip. Uh, it's the ramen movement coming in live and direct. Uh, we wanted to talk and interact. Hopefully we'll get some people to join us in a few minutes. We want to do some question and answer. Uh, one of the things we talk, we've been talking about is motivation, uh, finishing some things. But before we go on, we're going to start with uh, introducing ourselves. She's off the camera, but she's still in here with us. Miss Davette, say hello to the people. Hello, people. What's new? What's <laughs> new and improved you in your world? <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know, everything is great. God is good. We still just keeping this thing pushing. It's like life is good. Everything is all interconnected. Um, there's so many wonderful opportunities that's coming down the pipeline. I'm excited about it. We keep moving. We keep pushing, and it's another great day. It is. it is, it is, it is. And to my right here, Mr. Marcus, how are things, sir? It's good. I'm going to stop now, and I'm going to give a shout-out to Brantley here for finishing his undergrad degree. Good work. Finally got it done. Now I'm ready to run my own business, and I, I appreciate <laughs> that, but continue on. Oh uh, man, I'm, tomorrow I'm going to go look at, uh, I'm gonna go look at my first piece of commercial real estate. I know we well. I know we might get back to it once we get back, uh, once we start talking again. But yeah, that's a little risky. Not yeah. not not really what I set out to do when I started playing around with real estate. But we'll see how it goes. Right. Cash right. flow is a lot better off commercial. Risk is a lot higher too. I risk, saw that post reward. I put up the other day, the risk reward graph that I posted. Like that. I like yeah, that. That yeah. was yeah. a reason true. why. Right. Yeah. Right. You have to know how risk averse you are and what you can't handle because if it's gonna mess up your mental. I, that's a little bit you know weird, I mean? man. Somebody sue you for not having a smoke detector <laughs> or something. It's going to mess up more than your mental. Right, right. Your financial your, forever. And your next Insurance 10 years. coverage is off. Oh, whatever sure problem And whatever problem you have, make sure that you have a coverage for it. That, help, that helps with risk. Right. Yeah. Mr. CT, how goes it, sir? Even though you're wearing a hat, uh, introduce yourself. Who is that on your hat anyway? The Eagles. Who? Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, I, I've heard of them. You heard <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> but uh, CT here, um, man. First of all, I want to give a shout out not only to my brother, but to all the young graduates out there. Had a few cousins that graduated this weekend. Class of Congratulations! Yeah. 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 Man, you got nothing but the world ahead of you. The world is your oyster. Just make sure you go out there and you take full advantage of it. Uh, education or whatever you choose to do. So my school might not be the best thing for everybody, so just put your all in. A lot can be said for learning the craft or a trade. Right. I mean, Especially nowadays. Yeah, looking for people coming out of those industries. You can link up with an entrepreneur that does houses. You know, if you know a craft or a trade, you could be his guy for doing that. You know what I mean? It's it's just a few of y'all. I'm telling you what, you can make yourself a mint if you just show up and do the job and do it well and then go and then leave. Cause some of the, a lot of these contractors, uh, they just that's uh, true. They're, they're just terrible. I mean, they, they don't even bother showing up. One dude, one dude came to the house that I was looking at, gave, looked at everything, took all these things, never even bothered to send a quote. Wow. Never even bothered to send a quote. I was like, how do you stay in business? Bar, anyway, I'm sorry, yeah. I just. It's so bad. So what's new with you? Maintain it, trying to get things together. Still enjoying those weekends? Loving the weekends off. 
Hey, it's a beautiful thing. It's a nice thing to have a Monday through Friday to work on your stuff yes. on your, in your off time and on the side. That's what's up. Really good. Mr. Tim. Yes, yes. Seems I'm, like it's been a minute. How are it you, It has sir? been a minute. Yes, sir. Good to see everybody. Everybody might think I'm grown, either taller, smarter, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the goal is to grow. Right. 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 However you do it. You know? Right. Every day. But uh, it has been a while, and... Um, I'm glad to be back in the company of good, uh, like-minded people, advancing and progressing. Um, everything is about the same as it was before I left for me. I am in the lab. I am putting my uh, my mixtures together. I'm getting my ideals together. And when I come out, everybody gets paid. I'm not talking about just everybody here. I'm talking about everybody in the audience. So, uh, yeah, I'm that mad scientist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put a little tab in there for me. My move move is to make everything move. Right. Right, right. So, um, that being said, uh, uh, a launch party will be coming soon. Definitely will be, uh, uh, I'll communicate that through this, through this meeting. Awesome. That's, that's great to hear. So. We're glad everybody's tuning in. Uh, glad we had a chance to link up. Got the whole squad here. It's been a second, but we're all excited to be in the building. Uh, a lot of what we wanted to talk about is, you know, we got Memorial Day weekend Excuse coming me. up. That's to kick off the summer. There's a lot of things, but as an entrepreneur, there's a special set of rules that you, you need to follow to stay within your, your discipline and, and keep your business going strong through the summer. Uh, mine being in sales, not a lot of people are buying per se during the the summer months because everybody's having fun so how do you stay motivated I, I like to take the summer as a time to invest in myself whether it be training classes whether it be reading you know strictly on the industry or trying to find things just to motivate me and keep me going to know that even when business lows you can get better so talking in that sense when it gets slow when you're your entrepreneur or side business of choice what do you all do to to stay motivated to stay motivated or to stay active and present in your business. Me first. All right. I think um, I think the biggest thing to be, I mean, the the summer is really only a slow period if you're in school. Right. Right. So other than that, like if you, in your professional life, I mean, June going into July is going to be one of my busiest stretches of the entire year. Right, so there's not really a big slowdown to speak of. So I think that the the biggest thing, and it's because it's not just summertime. It could be any time. You you know you could be just getting close to burning yourself out, or you okay. just want to throw your hands up and be like, I you know this ain't paying off the way I thought or whatever. The biggest thing is just going back to our previous podcast is to know your why. Right, remember why you're doing this. Because if you're literally just out there to chase money, mm-hmm. then you are gonna get burnt out on it. Right, I mean. But if you know your why, you know what that larger goal is of what you're trying to change, the problem you're trying to solve, or what you're trying to improve, then you keep focused on that, and that'll guide you. That'll keep your actions headed the direction that they need to go. Chasing money is not motivation. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's not a 
a strong enough nah. motivation. I mean, it might be for somebody, but that probably isn't the type of person I want to hang out with. But and even long, <laughs> even long term though, it probably still wouldn't be enough. You know what I mean? I, I don't guess think. I mean, just, not for me. I mean, just just plain simple greed and avarice. Right. Because nah, nah. then you have to question. Okay, I got the money now, and who are these different people around me? You know what I mean? And no, could, no, could you ever rest? And no matter how much you have, there's always going to be somebody else with more. Right. Right. So you at some point I was like, well, how much is enough? Right. Right. Because you, I mean, it's a, it's just a treadmill. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's pointless. So what are some of the things y'all do to stay, to motivate it? I guess, like you said, maybe there's not a downtime, but when you find yourself in a rut or yeah. uninspired or what are some of the things you all do to like get, snap yourself out of, get back going again? I think the biggest thing you have to do is you got to keep the faith. When I say that, you have to still believe in what you're doing. Uh, if you don't, if you're not believing in what you're doing, then that's going to be a lack of motivation for you to achieve any goals that you're trying to do as far as an entrepreneur. So uh, you got to find ways to just keep pushing yourself and keep knowing that at the end, whatever you want is still going to be there, and you have to make the improvements to get to that point. So, Mr. Two. Okay, yeah. Um. <laughs> they on you today, brother. What's wrong? No, 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 no. This thing's good. They on good you. Over, uh, I'm getting the lips moist. Oh, you good? Hey, take take as much. Take as summertime. We'll come right with summertime, see? Yeah, so you got to take care of yourself always. Okay. And I'm going to tell you one of the things that I do and I've always done is um, I don't have slow times. I'm able to... Uh, plan for the year and what I mean by that is when times are good or the war when times are good I prepare for the, the famine and when times are bad I rely on that planning so um, I, I regurgitate a story from the past about a, uh, a gentleman that I I got some information from at one point he did taxes and he made three hundred thousand dollars in a season or actually in one month and uh, <laughs> what he what he ended up saying was, I said you made three hundred thousand uh, dollars. Why are you not in Hawaii? And he communicated the idea that he doesn't work for money. He works for a sense of accomplishment. Okay. Right. So I just took that, that takeaway and to say that uh, if you chase the money, when money comes, everything's good. When money when money doesn't come, then things are bad. So uh, instead of chasing money, I I chase the sense of accomplishment, and when you do that, money comes. Yeah, you don't have to worry. About you don't have to worry about the money. It takes I, care of I like the process. Right. I like the building. The problem solving. Right. I like uh, that aspect. Of yeah, it. Honestly, if if you start a project, right, I'm really interested from zero to about fifty percent. When it's mm -hmm. about halfway done, I start to lose interest in it. Right. By Begin ninety, it. by ninety percent, I'm done. I want somebody else the to next finish one. it. Yeah, I want to go do something yeah, else. Ship right. It, ship it out the door. Yeah, like y'all, <laughs> right. somebody else do this. I'll, well, everything is a process, as you mentioned that. I mean, you might not recognize it, but uh, if you think about all the wins that you've had, there's a similar. Uh, set of stages that you go through mm -hmm. throughout the whole process. Right. And if you start appreciating the process over the actual accomplishment, then you can uh, accomplish anything. Right. I believe that. I believe that too. Yeah. So, David, your situation is a little different. You don't have a nine to five. You schedule your own business. So, 
when it affects you, when it impacts you, you get in a rut or you find yourself not as inspired as you should be. What gets you out of that and gets you back on track, gets that fire stoked back up? How do, what what are some of the things that you can share that you do? I um my motivation mm-hmm. really people die every day, baby. <laughs> That's a fact. Spoken like a capitalist. A fact. <laughs> and I am a capitalist. I sell life insurance and people die every day. <laughs> but if the reality of it is they die every day. They deal with disability issues every day. My I mean, there is nothing about my business that stops or gets pushed back. Just because you go on vacation, people go back from vacation with broken legs every day right. and can't go to work. Or people go on vacation and the unthinkable happens on the highways and byways as we travel. I mean, we always go out and we pray and say, you know, we want traveling grace, but that's because we know somebody didn't make it home. It's dangerous so out there. It is very dangerous out there. And, you know, I really try to remind people that make sure that you're taking care of home. Don't go out and spend all of your money on your vacation and not have anything to show for it when you come back and you realize the pipes bursted while you were gone and now you got a financial emergency that you got to deal with. So, you know, I keep preaching. People keep ignoring me, but I just get louder and louder and louder. But the reality of it is, I know that they need to hear it. And unfortunately for a lot of people, I might be the only time or the only way that they hear this on a regular basis. So it's imperative that I just keep being consistent. And that's the one thing about most businesses, not even just my business. There's got to be a level of consistency. If you're not doing your job every day, all the time, I mean, you think about it, Coca-Cola commercials are going to come on at least three times, well, beer commercials are going to come on at least three times in a football game or a basketball game. Mm-hmm. So there's a consistency to keep driving it in their heads, and when people are ready to take action, then they know who to go to. And I just have to make sure that I continue to be there as that resource so they don't take the business down the road. Right, be ready and available. Absolutely. So that's, man, that's great information. Um, have we had any questions so far? Um, let's see, we have any questions so far? Hey, I see a lot of people on here. Hey, Reggie, hey, Daryl, hey, Tanika. Yeah, I, pre- I, you know, we, I don't know if we told them to do a question. Jason, no. at the beginning we did. Yeah, well, I put it on here. Hey, Laquita. At the beginning, I did. Hey, man. I, I actually put it in the caption hey, that people go do uh, some questions. So, does anybody have any questions no for the crew today? And, before, and while they do, uh, share, please share. What do you do? I mean, you just got through a school, so I'm pretty sure you got some immediate yes. remembrance of what you do when you have a bad day. You're like, I, I don't want to do it no more. I want to throw the towel in, but I know I can't. Right. So, how do you keep pushing? Right. In moments like where you want to throw the towel in, um, just gleaning from personal experience and some of the training I've done is being consistent, remaining focused on the task at hand. Every no gets you one step closer to a yes. When you are ready to give up and you can look over your shoulder and see the littles depending on you. Or yes. even, I mean, having adult children and letting them know it's never too late to finish. Right. You know, if Time allows and the Lord allows me to live till Wednesday. That makes 21 years since I've been out of school. Right. So went back and did it. Right. Yeah. There's. It's never too late. I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, all adult learners. You know, right. That tough. You know, you got. You know, you got kids. Mm-hmm. You got your regular job. Your schoolwork and those. I mean, the professors don't always care at right. all. Right. <laughs> they just. They ain't gonna cut you slack. They're just I mean, there working too. Most yeah. of them. So I mean you you're in class sitting next to, you know, some some twenty year old kid living in mom and dad's basement. Right? I mean they they're not gonna give you special treatment. 
Yeah. Something I mean, comes to mind as you say that point is that uh, you never know who's watching. I mean, even amongst your peers, as you go out and make your move and do what you're doing, there's somebody saying, huh, Someone, always. Maybe yeah, I can somebody. do that. Maybe, 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 maybe I can, I can push myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're doing it for you. Maybe, <coughs> maybe I can do it for me. So we are constant motivators. I mean, we all are. You just got to lead by example, right? We got that's what it is. And even when you don't think that you're leading by example, the silent people right. are watching. So. Right. Whether you have to be out front or you have to be, you know, in the spotlight, doesn't matter. Just being consistent, doing the things you're supposed to do. Right. Following through. Right. You know, driving when you don't want to, digging when you don't want to, answering questions, you know, sometimes not the way, sometimes people ask for information because you're being honest. Don't ever break that trust. Yes. Don't ever tell somebody just eh, what you want to hear. You know, right. I've, I've learned that as far as getting older, again, having older children as well. It's like, I know this ain't what you want to hear, but this is the answer. And they, you know, consistency pays off. They'll always be able to trust you that you're leading them in the right direction and be more inclined uh-huh. to accept, accept that it's good information. You don't ever want to break that trust. And I think that's where the consistency comes in. I mean, they can they can do with it what they want to do with it. Exactly. Right? It's like, here's the truth. I'm going to give you the truth. Yep. Right? And you can believe it, not believe it. You can act on it. You can not act on it. You can argue with me. You can do whatever you're going to do. But I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give you the truth mm-hmm. and then you can take it from there. Right. Right? I'll, I'll share this. I'm the kind of man that I get my day started typically about 5, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. And it don't end until like 9, 30, 10 sometimes. And there's people in my life that says, well, man, you know, ooh, you do a lot. And I will share this with those out there that are listening. The more you do, and you probably can attest to this, the more that you do, the more you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. just when you think, and, and kind of to parallel it, physical training. When you think like, man. I can't go any further. You're like, right. you know what? I'm going to go two more minutes. Right. I'm going to run two yeah. more minutes. I'm going to run two more We have more in us, yeah. but our mind shuts it down. Right. I heard a story recently about uh, a study that was done about two climbers. They was doing uh, Mount Everest, I believe. You hear about that? Uh, well, that's okay. You got that look like you did. No. But it's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so two climbers, they had the same basic health, and um, they uh, were going to climb the mountain. And after the first day, they got to their checkpoint, and uh, one guy was uh, same age, same athletic ability. One guy was invigorated. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh yeah, that was hardest. I, I was hard thing, hardest thing I've ever done. I, I, it was the greatest feeling I feel, and I can't wait for tomorrow." And the next guy beside him was like, "I'm through. I don't want no more." So it's not about physical; it's all about mental. And if you have the kind of mind that has the acceptance of challenge, then uh, you can look to the challenge as something that you want to do. Or if you have the kind of mind that says, I don't want no part of struggle and risk versus reward, you got to understand that the reward is not down the hill. Right. It's up the hill. Right. So reward's always up the hill. It's always up the hill. So if you want the reward, you got to fix your mind to say, well, you know, it was horrible, but... Tomorrow's a new day. Like, I got through it. You got to renew your mind yeah. every day. Does that mean, I'm, well, when I was in school, and I'm sure you did the same thing, but I would, you know, as a person, you can push and push and push, but you have a certain capacity. Oh, yes. Right? 
there's only so much you're going to be able to output in a day, a week, a month, a year, whatever. And so if you're balancing a job and family, kids, all that sort of stuff, and school on top of it. Uh-huh. So, I mean, when I was in there, there was some balancing acts going on. You oh, know? yeah, like, yeah. Sometimes, I, some, yeah. sometimes I'd be slacking at work because right. I had extra stuff to do at school. And, I'm, you know, I, <laughs> right. I'm throwing the dice. I'm like, who's going to be the most upset if I'm late. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. I'm going to be late. But that, that's, you know, One of these is going to be late. Uh-huh. So, uh, okay, we're, this time, you know, this time it might go this way, next time it might go that way. Right. But, you you know, you got to be able to balance that just so you can keep it up for, how long was you in school? Four years? Yep. So, I mean, you got to keep it up for four years. Right. right. So, I mean, balancing that. There's a lot to take care you of. You are Houdini. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, because it's, the kids are always going to come first. Right. Kids are going to come first. Period. Right. They should, they should. Right. They should. Well, they did for me. Right. And right. just just to share personally, it was tough for me, like, taking on the fact that you did go and earn a degree right after high school. And when you decided to go back, they told you pretty much your degree yeah. was worthless. Right. Yep. That kept me from going for a long time. But I want to say that to encourage any adult learner. Shout out to all the ITT grads out there. There you go. Relate to that statement. They're too right here. We hurt. We yeah. hurt. But hey, we, we got around. I admit, I, I went. I went. I went. I went. But uh, thank God I didn't stay. Yeah, but it, it's it's just a motivation that you. I had to get past that and like, yeah. you know what? If it is, I got to go back and start all the way over. I'm gonna go back and start Set all the way backs over. Setbacks or setups. Yeah, okay. I mean, if th- you see it that way, I, I mean, I worked for, I worked with other guys who went to ITT, right? And so they went to go back to school and they, okay, your degree's not accredited, your credits aren't going to transfer, you got to start over again. Right. And that kept them from going back and it has kept them from going back to this day. Yeah. He went back, I went back, but I mean, I bet for every, there's two of us here, there's probably 500 other people that are just like, well, oh, I'm not starting over. No, I don't want to yeah. start over. It's more than that. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, it, I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. It, you get, you've been out of school 20 years, and then you got to go back to English 1010. Right. 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 <laughs> right. And that's where composition the, papers or something. Right. When the professor not caring coming in, like, yeah, I still need those 12 pages. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I got this. Yeah. So 12. 12, 12, 12, 12. <laughs> right. So yeah, that's due Thursday. However you want to get that done, you yeah. might want to do four, four, and four. Uh, yeah. Check your blood pressure. Get your blood pressure checked. Yeah. I know it's a lot of stress. Right. And the physical component that people don't realize when you're trying to attain something, right. it, take, it takes something out of you. Oh, it yeah. does. You're going to pay the price, either with uh, Not being able to good sleep. habits or yeah. uh, stress. Yeah. Yeah, and that's another personal you know motivator is i want to be in decent health i don't want to take my time to reach this pinnacle and then i got to spend everything i gain trying to get my health back because i neglected myself in the process i mean we can't do that like taking care of yourself Uh, i know a lot of times if i'm stuck or in a rut or something just go go lift weights go hit the treadmill right go sit in the sauna just get away from everything and kind of just zone out um, you know, I'm blessed to have, you know, I know people are like, how do you do it? But I have a 45 minute ride to work every day. So, you know, I can throw on YouTube. I can throw on the ramen movie podcast. It's available on a bunch of platforms. So you can listen to it <laughs> over and over again. Uh, like, comment and share. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's certain things like you have to, you have to encourage yourself. Sometimes I'm not a failure. I'm not, you know, it's just a slow time right now for me. Yeah. I'm not getting what I desire, but the end game is what I desire, so I can't get tripped up 
on the little steps. So That's I, what I focus on. Go ahead. I, I think Dave. I think it was Dave that posted something that I like on uh, the Ramen Movement page. It was the four. It was uh, four illustrations, and it said first they laugh at you, then they. Uh, it, it shows this little bitty dude that was lifting weights. Yeah, I, I remember yeah, what you talking Did you about. post it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that that was great. I yeah. really like that because, for real, that, I mean, that is the process. It because, is. Because, you know, if you go through this stuff and you're like, you, you try to go back to grad school, for instance, and they say, oh, your degree's not accepted. Right. And you, and you say, okay, well, I'm going to go back. I'm going to start over. Right. And people are like, what are you doing that for? Da, yeah. da, da, da. Right. Right. And then I don't remember what the next two frames were, but... But the last one was, then they look at you as an example because right. you know what, yeah. you, you you accomplished it. Yeah. Right. And I appreciate how my network has changed, especially being around you all. Like, have y'all inspired me? And then I had several different people. Well, you going to get that master's? What, you know, it wasn't like, what are you, are you done now? Not discouraging. Right. It was encouraging. Yeah. Right. It was like, okay, what's the next step? You know, teaching you to keep going. Keep going. Higher and higher, you know. I'm going to say two things. One. Uh, please feel free to ask questions. People tuning in and tuning out. So um, if you have any questions out there, uh, Brantley just graduated, so he knows a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I see what he did there. But anyway, we we like, like to encourage anybody. So like you said, like, share, comment, ask questions. Miss David, any yet? Still none? No, no, no. I'm talking about y'all behind y'all back. Shout out to everybody. She yeah. shouldn't be doing that. So. I am. I'm having a good time. So shout out to Tyra and Rocky and Ed and Joseph and Alvin. I see you guys on here. Thanks for joining on to the podcast today. Please drop a question or any one of uh, comments that you want to share about the ramen movement or anything about your business that you want to just get a shout out for. Tell me who your businesses are so we can let everybody else know on a larger platform who you represent and how they can find you. Go ahead and drop links to your page as well. We appreciate that. Yeah, we thrive on interaction. That's how we all grow. We want to make a, a conglomerate, if you will, of people that if I need this service, I can go there and find what I need on that page. We want everybody. Like Tim said, there's plenty of room for everybody to eat, and we want everybody to win. That's how we go about our businesses. That's why we share and we interact within our businesses as well as with professional services. We always want to know where's that small business owner how can I get in touch with them to fulfill this service? Uh, but jumping back into to motivation, uh, can anybody share a personal story where something simple just reinvigorated you to get back on your, to, like just, for lack of a better term, call yourself out on your own BS. Like where you just, like something simple happened and it made me say, you know what, I'm tripping. I need to get back to it. I'm slipping. Let's get going. Has, can anybody share a personal story? I got a few, so I'll go ahead because I got something that yeah, just happened. Part, yeah. I had just sent a little shout out on the show about I said I got a one bedroom house and it's going to be somebody's home. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So uh, I had a little, tri a little trial and triumph with it. So uh, I ran into a guy I thought, but he ended up going to the hospital and getting sick and asked me to let him out his lease. Now beware, if you sign a lease for a year, the uh, the person that you sign a lease to, it's a contract. And I think we lose and we win with contracts and are not understanding contracts. Now some people are heartless and they will take you to court. I don't care if you're a gallbladder fail and you're in the hospital for X amount of time. But I let the guy out of his contract because he was only there for like uh, 15, 20 days. 
So uh, I'm sitting here with this house and it's beautiful, it's nice. And I'm thinking, you probably get this feeling, uh, I am losing money. <laughs> it's true. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I got a whole house in here and I need somebody in it. But what I'm learning to do is pull back, relax, and the right situation will present itself. Don't force anything because maybe you lose a month, but you gain five years. Right. Right. So what happened for me was uh, somebody was able to come in and uh, see the house, like the house, love the house, and put six months in advance on it. And I said, well, hot damn. (laughs) I mean, you know. In my mind, I think I'm losing, but now I got somebody who I know is serious right. because that doesn't do anything to a, if you rent and you give your landlord six months in advance, that is saying I am so serious. Yeah, we're happy. Right. Yeah, yeah, right, right, exactly. So um, just as far as motivation, during that process, I, I thought, well, you know, what can I do? Uh, what mediums can I, can I take? What can I do? Because it's hard to get this house rented. I don't know why. Just so happened to be timing. But in this process, what it made me realize is sometimes you have to just be patient mm-hmm. in the own moment. And you can't make what you want to happen happen. Sometimes you got to let time, uh, or not necessarily time, but let the process take its course. Okay. No, I was going to say, it was that was a, it worked out for you that you were altruistic on the front side. I mean, what if that dude went to the hospital and he was like, nah. You can't get out of your lease. Right. Well, then it's contracted, right? And you're going to be in court. Right. right? And you just ruthless for, for no good reason. Dude's in the right. hospital. Right. 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 I, I guess sometimes sometimes you do good yeah, and good and things it happen. Comes, it comes back to you. Right. Right. Exactly. I, mean, right. I didn't think about that, but that's true. Yeah. I mean, you, you let him out of his lease and then it, it was a better fit for this other person. Worked out good for them. Worked out good for you. Worked out good for the other. You know? Right. That, that, there's no point in just being ruthless just for being ruthless you know right. just for the point of being ruthless you know? yeah i like that i like that take yeah so that's where again like you said the motivation was the the end result and i think sometimes in the entrepreneur i don't say game but lifestyle or undertaking you know when you decide you want to be an entrepreneur it has to be long term it can't be for the short, like you... Look, and you principles. You got to have principles. Okay. Everybody got to live by... A, I mean, a man has to live by... Or a woman, by a code. You got to have your own code. Mm-hmm. Of what you will do and what you won't do. What So, what skirts, I guess, the line, if you say, in your business of... With renters, purchasers, agents, contractors, like you said, you had to deal with a guy, no quote, didn't show up. What, like, what's the absolute thing, and just listen for any entrepreneurs in these businesses, what's the absolute thing that will make you as an investor in real estate or as a homeowner, tenant, landlord, whatever, that will make you absolutely draw the line and say, no, that's it, cutting all ties? What's one thing? Well, willful, as a landlord, willful damage, right? If, if, it's one thing if somebody goes into a hospital, you know, hey, would you let me out of my lease? Or if, you know, they have family out of state, look, you know, this happened, I've got to pick up and move, you know, to Mississippi in two weeks. It was unexpected. We let me out of my life. That, that, that's one thing, right? And, I mean, you, of course, when you write the contract, you write them ironclad, mm-hmm. of course, right? But then if that leaves you the judgment of do, do I need to shred this thing or not? Right. Right. Now, 
if I just walk in and just do an inspection one day and you don't let your kids punch holes in the walls or something like that, well, then we're going to have a problem because that, that is very much in your control. And there's no, there's no explanation. There's, there's no reason that that's just negligence, carelessness, those types of things. I don't have any tolerance. Excuse me. Anyone else? Professionally? I'll try to get that last. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. little, little snacking going on. CT, so to speak from a, a personal standpoint, quasi-professional, what draws the line? What breaks the bond with you, like, where you will never do business, never have a relationship with a person again? Thank you. I've, it's one of those things where I think you draw the line where the trust is broken. As far as there are certain things you let slide, you let that go, and you're like, okay, that's one time. And it keeps going and it keeps going, and you're just like, yo, this is not good. This is not going to work, and uh, you need to separate yourself from it. Is it hard sometimes? Yes. Because you want to, me, I'm being a person who tries to give people the benefit of the doubt. Because I know I've been given a leash with some people in my life as far as a relationship goes. So you try to get that out there. But in doing that, sometimes you can get yourself burned too. Yeah. So you have to make sure to always look out for self. Even if it, some people might say you're being selfish, you got to be selfish. Well, yeah. Because I mean, nobody's going to look out for you like no, yourself. Usually, at least in my experience, when somebody accuses you of being selfish, mm -hmm. it's because they're yeah. not getting something that they want. Right. Right. An objective third party observer that's kind of looking in the situation, nobody on this, nobody that's not involved has ever called me selfish. If I say, if, you know, hey, give me $20, and you say no, and I say, oh, you're being selfish, that's happened lots of times. Right. 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 <laughs> right. Happen all, that, that happens all the time. Or you get the rundown because you say, for what? Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, well, you ain't got to ask me all that. You just yeah. give me the 20 Well, I can. I mean, <laughs> they'll come back and say something crazy. You know, you you don't need it. You got credit cards. Yeah. I don't have credit cards. That that is not the stop. That's not the topic. Right, right, at all. Right. <laughs> that is not what we're talking about. Which speaks to you know the root word motive. You got to examine people's motives when you talk to them and see what their end game is. <coughs> I mean, as far as how you want to carry out the relationship further, is there anything? I mean, do you think there's a situation where always fences can be mended, or is there something that just blatantly there's no explanation? I won't take a even change behavior wouldn't rebuild any trust. Mm. I would say it while you shoot. Um, no, I'm done. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, I think the, um, now that's where it really does kind of fall into my realm a little bit more is because I have clients who come in and out. Like sometimes they're in and they're making contributions and then they have to pull out of the account so they can't afford to keep up the payments. Um, and a lot of times it's really about just creating that, that rent relationship with them to have to understand that they can come to you and say, you know, I can't do it this month. Can we skip a month or can we put this on pause and we pick back up and do it later? Um, being able to keep that good rapport with people to say, you know, I'm here. 
I don't have any animosity. I don't have any problems with it. I understand life happens, but I definitely want to be able to continue to keep the motivation. It says, but you need to really get that thing back going because we had an objective. It's why we wanted to set that up. I understand life happens. Car breaks down. Um, you know, the kid has broken leg, knees, braces, whatever the case may be. But being able to create that window that says, we have a friendship. No matter what happens, if you come in here and you sit down at this table and we write business, we're going to be friends. If you decide, I'm not going to write business with you and you walk up and get up and leave, I'm still going to be friends with you as well. And sometimes we have to be able to take that emotion out of the business and really just look at it and say, I'm still going to be a friend no matter what. I'd love to be able to secure your business and make the sale, but if not... It's all good. You, right. you, you know, situations, circumstances will happen a little bit later, and maybe it'll be a little more fitting for you. So, in my, in my side, I really just have to kind of quell that to the side and not take it personal when people can't do business or they cancel. And mind you, remember when I, when people cancel, and I don't know that a lot of people know this, but when you take a policy with me mm-hmm. and you cancel it, okay, I give all those commissions back. That people don't understand that. It's like money was in my bank account, and right. then they come back and they say, don't give us your money back. And I still have to look you in your face and be your friend and be nice to you. Wow. That's Knowing that you just took money out of my pocket. Right. And it happens all the time. People don't even know that they're doing that because they feel like if I did it that once and I supported your business, you know, you just got rich and you made money. Out. I don't know. <laughs> right. If you decided yeah, not to support ruthless. It yeah. is very ruthless. It's ruthless. actually it's not ruthless business. It is. No, I mean, I'm just it's, saying it's, it's underlying. I, mean, I sell something and somebody man It's underlying. Yeah, so it's unlike real estate. It's I mean the, you think about it, somebody that sells real estate, they make a commission right. and they might they yeah. could but yeah, but then after yeah. but after they, uh, that house closed a week later, that realtor keeps that money. Yeah. If somebody changes and says I'm gonna cancel my life insurance policy a week later, then I gotta give all those commissions back. There's a still ruthless nature to a real estate deal where somebody can waste your time and drive you around the whole city you forever right. You right. and then say, you know what, I'm going with my cousin. Yeah. But and thanks I for showing that. me everything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's about great relationships, and that's why I say you got to have a code. I'm not going to do everything for everybody because my heart is good, but uh, I also am intelligent. Absolutely. I, but I think, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, David, you made a great point about, and I know, I, I, I'll Choose say, your, I don't know yeah. how you do it, right. but <laughs> not taking it personal. Because in, in my business, it's just no. That everything sounds good. Right. Glad you spent an hour talking to me, but no, I don't want to do it right now. Mm-hmm. And that's usually what it turns into is not right now. Mm-hmm. And that that's fine. But in your business, there's actually like a repercussion of saying, I'm not going to do business with you anymore. And, or yes and then no. Right. Yeah. And, and to say that, you know, I can still, like you said, look you in the face and be cordial and... That's a place I need to grow to. I'm I'm finally getting past the don't take every no yeah. person. <laughs> well, I just had one that he is he is ten months into his contract, ten months into his, his into his policy, and he let it lapse after having a health problem. So I'm sitting here like, well, that doesn't make a bit of sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I got but, sick. Let me cancel my insurance. <laughs> but but what can I do? There's nothing that I can do about it. Now, hopefully, we'll try and still be able to get that policy reinstated. But the reality of it is, that's out of my control. Okay. Wait, when you get the policy reinstated, is it reinstated at month 11? Or is it reinstated at month 1? 11. Okay. I was like, man, if you had to start all over again. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think what you're talking about is education complete. 
-hmm. Now, some people, they will um, be in a situation and they make the worst possible decision in that moment of stress mm -hmm. of what to let go. Right. Not knowing that they are foregoing what they've already started and may not be able to get it again if it's a health problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, what you're talking about is our community and as at large, yeah. not necessarily black, white, or it's just uninformed. There's so, un so many uninformed right. people that make bad decisions based on mis or no information. And, and it is. It's misinformation and, and really, it's not like they care. They genuinely don't care. It's like, what's in it for me? What benefits is it that I get? You know, as far as, you know, the people who are renting out your place are like, look, we're going to have a stable place. They don't care if you need the money, want the money. They're just like, oh, look, we just want to have a place and we don't want you to bother us about nothing for the next six months. There's two sides to every story. So, I, I mean, I try and be respectful on my client side just as well and, have, and be able to understand, okay, it happens. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the contract, though. I mean, I've had... I mean, you still contract as well. They break them every day, baby. That's still, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> at the moment of signing contracts, it's happened to me on so many occasions where I'm reading the contract and the person say, oh, no, 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 don't worry about that. Just sign it. All it's saying is, I'm like, shut up. No, yo, I got to <laughs> Let me I, read I what I'm signing. <laughs> so I understand because I don't want to hear what it says. Yeah. Right. It's right here. I'm ready to sign it. And I'll be uh, cautioning everybody listening. Read your contract. If right. you don't feel comfortable, right. take it to someone who understands. Um, if you have a friend, if you don't have a friend. More importantly, do not sign it. Do not sign it you. based on what somebody says, what they're saying. Yeah. And I think that's what happens. And when I have my contracts, I go very slow and I will read some of it to them. If you do not pay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and tell them what will happen. I right. mean, because it's on the contract, but when you do business... With a large group of people, when I had my first business, I realized something. Sometimes, in the moment, people will nod their head and shake their head and agree and say, okay, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh -huh. And don't understand nothing you're saying. No. And absolutely nothing. Because <laughs> now, that's the problem with our people. They get polite and they get into that shuck and jive mode and they don't have any idea what they're saying. Right. And that's why we got all these credit card debts. We got these student loan debts. We go into these retirement 401k plans. We don't know what's going on. We just nod our head. I've seen it, and I've seen it. I come back, I come back, and I say, "Well, you know, you, when you sign the contract, you agreed to this, this, and this." And I, I verbally said it, and it's written. I never, I don't, I don't know anything you're talking about. But then it comes the point of what happens in business. He says it's not fair, but in business, we go to court, and the judge says the contract is signed. You signed it. It's notarized. Now you have a judgment. Right now, you are in that cycle of bad credit and everything that bad credit happens. Mm -hmm. Well, and speaking in your industry, let's talk about that. Just getting the judgment doesn't mean you get the money all the time, right? Yeah, it's true. worse. I mean, you better pay that judgment because at the time that you want to make a move from the business owner, no, the <laughs> business owner, you can the business owner can win the court case and not get a dime, right? That's, right. that's true. But what I'm saying is, when you understand the game, once you win the judgment, write it off on your taxes, take that loss. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, you get something out. That's and then turn around right and there. sell that debt. You know, mm -hmm. write it off as a bad debt. Yeah. And no, no. And then sell, sell it. it to somebody else who then can turn around and trade that money down and collect And then, yeah. I mean, I'm saying, really, give me some debt. Sign me some debt. I mean, I ain't trying to be like that. But I'm just saying, when you understand how it works, and that's what they are doing, I'll tell you something I just heard, and I don't mind to say it. I ain't going to say no particular business, but the check cashing companies... Mm -hmm. You don't know 
what the approved rate of interest is. Yeah, you do. If you just read the bottom of the screen, it is ridiculous. Three hundred percent. Please believe it. Three hundred percent. The last one I looked at said two seventy five. I'm in the wrong business. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying is you got to be pulling all my money out of the S and P five hundred right now. I'm cashing at one twenty five. Check cashing, please. But when they have people come in to sign, I bet the conversation don't go like you know you're no, going to be. They're going to say, "Oh, you're going to get this two hundred dollars." What, what they're saying is, bring us back seventy five dollars. No, what they're saying is, what, what they're saying. I don't worry about just signing. What they're saying is, you're going to pay us on time. Yeah. But whether you understand or not, when it has your signature, you've signed that contract, yep. and you are beholden to it. And if you don't fulfill the terms of the contract, then that's that judgment. And well, I'm saying that I mean, you know, it could have been even worse. And I mean, shout Thank out to you. Robert Smith for negating all of the debt for the Morehouse graduates. That was, that was but pretty live. I that like was, that. That was beautiful. Yeah. But in respect to everybody who goes into student loan debt, I mean, they are even still looking at this small 3 4 5% interest I'm rate. I'm still paying. I'm in school 20 years. <laughs> I'm still paying. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm still Ooh, paying. I'm going to dodge that bullet. But, hey, Mom. Ah, I'm paying. but mind you, people have been paying, paying the minimum on that. Been out of school 20, 40, 50 years. They're garnishing their for um their um social security checks. Mm -hmm. They're garnishing their That's income tax returns. No, you can't bank. You those cannot. Those things, no, right? it's and it's it's with you forever. And mind you, they didn't know what they were getting into. It was another contract that right. they just signed on the dotted line. Beware of the contracts. Okay. I'm saying we should do a contract show solely on contract to help people understand. The power of and say we are getting beat down with them. We ain't winning with them, but we can win with contracts. We can win with that if we learn how to use it in the right frame of mind. We can yeah. win with contracts. An insurance policy is a contract. It is a contract. Yeah. That's winning with a contract. Mm -hmm. Losing with a contract is. Ah, and uh, that's one thing I learned doing business with David. Shout out to David. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, sir. That value automatically went to my estate. So now I have something tangible. Like Tim said, here it is, how we're all working together. Now I can go work with Tim because I can go to a bank and what's the bank gonna ask me, Tim? What do I have? What do you have? And so I have something now. I have something tangible. It's the value on the life insurance policy. So now I can do business in real estate and that's just how we work together. And these chips are fire, apparently, because everybody's eating them up. one of the questions up. on the, um, and I'm bringing it in for, for all you, just so you have it. Um, when you go to the bank and they ask you, what are you worth? What is uh, your, what are your assets? Insurance is right, like number five. Right. Right. What kind of insurance policy? I got a term. Yeah, yeah, you ain't got no insurance. Sorry. Right. Oh, <laughs> say that. Say that. Say it again, Tim, so they hear you. No, no, I'll say, I'll say I have a pretty healthy uh, term policy. That's like, that ain't, that ain't nothing. I mean, it's good for you, but it ain't good for us because it has no cash value. Right. Right. Now, if you got a term policy, yeah, that's step one, but keep going. Yeah. Cover yourself completely. But um, when it comes to what we are trying to get to, at the end of the day, I believe it is net worth. Right. So there's different phases. It's, it's, hey, it's I, some, just it's some, I just wrote an article on that. It's some, it's some real estate. Post it. It's some it's income. It's some job income. It's some insurance. About it's some investments. It's the whole sum. And right. I think what we are trying to uh, let people know is that you can have one. You can have three. You can have five. But get your net worth Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and that's the whole game plan is to make sure that we are increasing our assets, not our liabilities. Right. Everybody keeps going to buy another car. That car is another liability. You got to right. pay car insurance. First of all, 
it's so crazy that people tell me that they don't they want to get investments like then i know that you are it's crazy marcus is a bigger investor than i am right but you want to buy investments but you don't want to pay fees how's that different from buying a car but not want to put gas in the car well, it's not different than it's not How's the it gas. Different? It's, 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 different it's, it's not it's paying insurance. Car. No, no, no. So it's not buying about a car. It, no, because it's like buying a car. car and not wanting to pay interest on it. No, no, no. If no. I buy gas, I'm getting something for it. You're getting something for it, and that's the advice. When you ask me a question and we talk one on one about your unique situation and everything that's going on, and answer questions that are applicable to only you, not to Carrot, not to Brantley, not to Tim, this applicable only to you, right? You be able to have that one-on-one -on -one conversation with me. Is that not the gas? No, that's not the gas. It is the gas. It's not the gas. Okay, then don't talk to me no more. All right. I'm I got to break your chips. There is a question that we've been asking for. Okay. Some, um, oh, Ron Gregory says, is there any fine print that we should be aware of on these contracts? All the fine print. All of them. Everything. Everything. It is strategic. Every bit of it. It is strategically placed in the back. Or at the bottom. You see how small it is? So you will not read. You need a magnifying glass. I can't see. Tim Tim made a great point. And thank you for the question. We appreciate it. More questions to come. Like, share, thank follow. Thank you, um, If you don't understand, take it to somebody that does. Um, there are lawyers that are paid to just read contracts, right? Man. Okay. No, I was just saying, there's, there are people that specialize in just reading contracts. Most of them are lawyers. And they break down and dissect your entire contract and show you things to be aware of. It's worth paying for. The other thing is, if you have Legal Shield, which I also sell as well, if you have Legal Shield or one of the plans, they will at least review 15, 12 to 15 pages of any document that you want them to look at. So it doesn't mean if it's a lease on a house, it's a, um, a um, payday advance loan. If you send those documents to them, they will review it and kind of tell you exactly what it says. You're paying for the service. So it's good to have an attorney on retainer for as little as $23 a month. How at you girl. He also asked, um, a car becomes an asset once you own it. No. 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 Look, simple, real Look, quick. Okay, no, wait, pause. Okay, pause. Because we, we got to clarify. Okay. Now, an asset in terms of on your balance sheet. Right. Right. It is an asset because it has a value. So it's not okay. paid. But it's not it's not, not an asset in the sense of it's going to make you money. That's the exactly. that's the true that's breakdown it. of assets and liabilities. An I asset makes you money, <laughs> a liability costs you money. Is that not true? Absolutely. Gas yes, maintenance. Don't, but even but the, the, the same thing is true with your primary residence. That is not considered Thank an you. asset. Yes. And most people keep looking at their houses as an investment, but if that investment is not making them money because it is their primary residence. What these gentlemen have are secondary residences that are rental properties that they don't live in. No, what, I, what I'm saying is that there are two definitions of assets. Okay. There are. No, you're okay. right. Okay, and and the one I think that we're primarily talking about in this context is what Davette just said, what Branley just said, that if it's not making you money, right. then it's not an asset. Right. Right. But if you own something and you own it free and clear. It's an asset. It's an asset in terms of if you do a balance sheet. That's true. Right. So if you have a car and your car is paid off and the right. car sitting there is worth thirty thousand dollars, right. then it's a thirty thousand dollar asset on your balance it's sheet. It's a declining asset. That's exactly that's exactly asset. what I was gonna say. Right. But then, the car but the, but the asset doesn't have value. It has value until it because you sell it. 
until Anything you sell you it. Until you sell it. But now, the I same think, thing is if you can have a house and you have a house sitting on the market in 2007, it's worth 200000 but in 2008, it's worth 100000 And then in versus 2015, two, it's worth 300000 Yeah, but when do you need to liquidate it? Hold on. When do you need to liquidate it? Because we got to <laughs> consider the situation of Okay. It's an asset being able to get the money out of it. So yeah, that means your asset balance sheet goes up from year to year. It does not stay level from the old What you use the asset for? If you are going to the bank and you saying they say what do you we're talking about, no, we're talking about the car or house. That yeah, I'm saying, but you're talking about from a selling you standpoint. I put my vehicles on my on my uh, net worth, and they say, yeah, yeah, you own your car, your truck. Okay, yeah, asset. Mm -hmm. yeah. Asset column. yeah, because that that the balance sheet. Right, because there's nothing right. old on it. Right, right, but it, it depreciates over time. Real mm -hmm. estate historically has always appreciated. Right, but over then time. the other asset. But a balance sheet, small assets and assets. Yeah, a balance sheet is a snapshot. Yes, that like, might. There's no time constraints when you do a balance sheet. It is understood. At this moment, balance in time. sheets don't mean nothing to somebody who the only value that they're gonna get out of that asset is a title loan. And that title loan is going to be a third of what that car is worth. Now, mind you, that's true. That's, that, that's people, true. Or, or, or on the title this, loan part, on the well, title, title loan part, but, but if they, you're not if selling the car straight asset, out, they wouldn't be able to get the title loan in but the first is, place. But you got to look true. at the dynamic of the people that are looking at it. They're saying, "I'm an asset, and I've got an asset that's worth thirty thousand dollars." No, it's not worth thirty thousand dollars unless you're trying to sell it, well, liquidate it completely, and everybody. But they don't want to keep the asset and they want to get the money out of it. Same yeah. thing is the equity and Now, housing. you might not be able to get the full value of the asset. Exactly. Unless you sell it. Unless you sell it. It's and I also want to say. I mean, right. if and you that, sell it, you still might. I mean, negotiation, da, da, da. You might not be able to get the full value yeah, of that vehicle asset. Yeah. So, it's a declining asset. We but the same thing that. is yeah, true it's with real estate. Right. Yeah. It's a depreciating asset. Yeah. The same thing and is true with real estate. I mean, you, you think about it. If you don't plan to liquidate that house. No. There is no rule. Wait a minute. Now, wait, no, 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 wait, wait, no, no, wait. no, 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 there is say. no rule that says the, if you plan to keep that house, there is no rule whatsoever that says that any bank has to give you any equity out of that house. But they will. None. They will, but is there a responsibility? Is it yes, promised? No. If, if there's equity. They don't have to. No, they, 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 they don't make have money. to. They don't. They I say don't this, I say to. this. They don't have They do, they do, they do. But it does business. They if you to, are qualified, if you don't have, they're not giving you 100%, percent they give you 80%. You if you're not qualified, <laughs> so you they have talk no if you don't reason have the token. to. If you don't have the right credit score, right. then they won't give you the equity out of your house. That's true. But that's if you not, don't have the right, if, if you don't even have look, um, income to do a refi or anything like true. that, they won't give you the money but, out of your house. So a lot of people, and mind you, I've got a client, bunch of clientele who have these houses that are paid I'm off. I'm talking about the full spectrum, though. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of things getting right. stuff here. Which but, will be listed in the terms of the contract. Right. Just That's, remember that. Right. <laughs> but you gotta remember Which the we need to pay attention the people to. because the people not having the financial education, and that's what we're doing. We're providing financial education that's for true. a standard of people who have a misconception or a misunderstanding or, of what it is. Oh, I buy a house and I can always take the equity out of my house. Around the movie Gary, on their way you up. know the differentials between being able if you had a hundred thousand dollars worth of equity in your house. Do you think you can just walk into the bank and somebody won't give you a hundred thousand dollars that, worth of equity? That's not Absolutely, the question. Yes, yes. Wait, that's not the it's 80 question. 80%, yes, they will. Wait, that's not even the question. If the you, question if you was whether or not the, the house land, is an asset or a liability. Will they do that? No, no. No, okay. no. That means they have yes. no, yeah. no. You got to understand the rules for the game. You have to understand both. You got to understand the rules to each game you're playing. No, no, no. See, go ahead. What you saying? 
the question was whether or not the house is an asset or a liability. That was the real question. That, that is the question. question. No, that you is the question. For a second. You fight me. I will. Let's go. Now look. I'll fight you. I'll fight The question is if the house is an asset or a liability. The house is an asset. Now whether or not the bank will use that asset as collateral on a loan is a different story a whole altogether. It's true. But that's because reality. That's reality. But you can yeah, always sell it. You can sell that paper. Asset. When y'all talk about paper and contracts, the reality is people don't have any money. They can't get money out of their houses. And when it's time for them to turn around and be able to use the money, it's not there. It's so not I don't care question. what your textbook says. That's not and the that's question. What the, that is the question. You are, you are expanding the question, though. The, yeah, mind, yeah, the question the was asset or liability. That was the question. Not whether or not we use that as collateral on a loan. I'm not talking about collateral on a loan. People see assets as things that they can liquidate and be right. able to pull money from it because they want to use it for a future purpose. So while you're using the textbook definition, you need to ask the people what their definition is and be able to communicate them on that level because now they can understand clearly what it is that they do and don't have and why and why they can't build wealth because that's the problem. They if feel they like they can. Your Look, if, your if they don't understand what an asset is, then I need to tell them what an asset is. First of all, we need Need to get a base understanding, not with that definition, but the real definition. What the real definition that's is. what really matters because that's what, what people is. think doesn't okay. matter what's real. So listen, right. that's a great point. <laughs> I applaud you for your passion. I applaud your passion. <laughs> wait a minute. Everybody did a great job of contributing. Before, before we hit our time frame, okay. I wanted to talk about 5:30. Everybody knows what's going on 5:30. It's that time again. Oh, already yeah. about yeah. last We're about Thursday. We're to raise the okay. bar. We're gonna do an accounting show. Yes, that's the teaser <laughs> for the next show. Apparently, show. we just found out the yeah. next show. Yeah, but we're gonna have to work the agenda out ahead of time. But yeah, wrong, we wrong, wrong, wrong. Y'all got that. Y'all got that. <laughs> wrong hand, wrong I, wrong I, I cannot. Wait, what comment? He said that uh, a house will rise in value unless the neighborhood declines. Fair. Unless the Fair. neighborhood declines. But there is nothing about to guarantee this. that the neighborhood will decline. Think about this. Gentrification? Gentrification? Yeah. Keep that house. I don't care. I and it will rise even more. But gentrification, if the, if the neighborhood declines, just wait. The house will come down. Because it's going to go back. You know, somebody going to wait, but they in the hospital and they sick and they hurt and they need money? Historically, real estate. This is reality. And this will continue. But uh, at this ah. time, we we have to uh, talk about five thirty. <laughs> five thirty. We gotta get back. Raising the bar. Five thirty from five thirty to seven thirty. Thanks, Ron Gregory. We appreciate everybody that came out last month. It was a successful event. We had so food. We had beverages. Oh. Everybody hung out. There's conversation places. It is at the lounge at Family Bowl. It's not in the bowling alley, so nobody get thrown off by that. It's I called got, Strike, got Right Up Your Alley. Strike and Spare. No, Right Up Your Alley is the name it's of the lounge. lounge. Strike Right Up Your Alley? Yes. It look cool oh, little spot. Right. It is. Yeah, yeah, it's got its own separate entrance, so we, on the door it says Right Up Your Alley. We got some great feedback. Cool, uh, we're going to put out the flyer again, right? Sure. We're going to put out the flyer again. Please like, comment, share. Send the flyer out. Hey, we thank everybody today with the spirit of show. Looks like accounting <laughs> is up next. So if you tuned in today, you have fun. This is I how we engage. Here. This is how we... <laughs> she gonna be here. She gonna be here. Hey, yes, that's right. You gonna have an accounting show with an accountant and a... I'm not an accountant. I am. Okay. <laughs> Talk to yourself. So, go around. <laughs> everybody go around real quick. Parting shots. Everybody have a good evening. Start with Dave Beck. Money, 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 money,
Everything you do today builds on what you did yesterday. Oh, and got it in print. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Although these things determine that you will happen tomorrow, growth today is an investment in tomorrow. So take that with you and uh, build, grow, and love. Wrap, the, wrap it up and put a bow on it. Look at that. Come on now. Take us home. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, everybody have a good week, man. Just remember, stay positive in everything you do. And you'll keep going towards that goal. So that's what's up. Peace for everybody. The ramen movement. Shout out class of 2019, which I'm a proud member of. Thank you. Where are you graduating? We I did already. Over there. Yeah. This this old <laughs> folks. School. I, 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 <laughs> but no, I just want to encourage everybody. It's never too late to accomplish a goal. <laughs> Finish what you started. And whatever, whenever you get frustrated, stay motivated, stay consistent, stay persistent, be authentic, and do everything you ever wanted to achieve. Keep your vision boards updated, do all kinds of little things to motivate yourself. It starts in your subconscious, and then it manifests itself. Everybody have a good night for the Ramen Movement. Hey, we stayed live the whole time. Thank you for everybody tuning in. Like, share, comment. We'll see you the next time. See have you. a good evening. Peace. That was a good show.